0: Hello and welcome to The Wellness Breakdown with me, Eve Kalinick.
1: And Lee Rose Ferguson.
0: This is the podcast where we test out the latest health and wellness fads and see if they
1: actually work. We have so many clients coming into our practices asking about the next best thing, so we decided to try them out for ourselves and tell you about them. In
0: this series, we explore the power of manifesting the life you want. We see how yoga can impact even the most reluctant... And why helping the planet can
1: save you money. We also love hearing the fads you're trying and what you'd like us to explore further.
0: So please message us on Instagram at the wellness Breakdown or email us on info at thewellnessbreakdown.co.uk.
1: And don't forget to subscribe. This season is sponsored by Ancient and Brave. Ancient and Brave expertly blend impactful botanicals, modern nootropics and functional nutraceuticals to create a new generation of sustainably sourced supplements with targeted health benefits.
0: Ancient and Brave originates from combining the ancient wisdom and rituals we've had for thousands of years with the deeper understanding wellness strategies
1: we now have. We're both fans of supplementing collagen but not all collagen is created equal. With so many products on the market, it's important to choose one that's pure, clean, highly absorbable and clinically researched. Ancient and Brave tick all these boxes.
0: As well as nourishing your skin, collagen has a whole host of holistic benefits from supporting healthy connective tissue to easing some of the changes we experience as we age.
1: True Wellness, however, is thinking about the bigger picture. For Ancient and Brave, a commitment to sustainability and ethical practice is integral to their brand. As such, they are one of B Corp's highest scoring wellness brands globally, as well as a member of the powerful global initiative, 1% for the Planet.
0: Founded to prevent greenwashing, certify reputable giving, and provide accountability, 1% for the Planet also means donating 1% of all sales to environmental causes that protect the planet. So buying their products means you're supporting the planet too.
1: Fuel your flow with Bimuno. Here at the Wellness Breakdown, we are passionate about supporting gut health, and that's why we love Bimuno.
0: Bimuno is a unique, high fiber, scientifically backed prebiotic gut health supplement containing galacto oligosaccharides. Phew, I'm happy to have got that one out in one go. It is taste free, easy to take, and can simply be mixed into water or food to help you maintain gut
1: health balance and harmony prebiotics have a feeding effect on our gut microbiome that's all the bugs that live in our gut which means prebiotics can help to support good gut health and beyond their subscription comes with free delivery and free gift with purchase which is an excerpt and selection of recipes from eve's most recent book happy gut happy mind
0: Subscription is the most affordable way to purchase at just 39 pence per day, meaning you save around 42% compared to buying single packs. Once you order, you can forget about it, so you can have a regular supply and you can cancel at any time. So, what are you waiting for? Head to the Bimuno website
1: included in the show notes for further info and purchase
0: moving on to the next challenge and we have a very very special guest on the podcast to take this on
1: yes like the last two seasons we're sprinkling the podcast with some amazing people who are going to take some on some of our challenges
0: yeah and today i'm really delighted to welcome our first guest of the season julia samuel julia is a renowned psychotherapist author podcaster and I've known Julia for a little while now we actually engaged through another event and I just I love her work and um she's always just such a joy to watch on her Instagram and she just makes you feel really good so uh welcome to the show Julia.
2: Hi even Rose lovely to be with you.
0: It's so nice to have you on. So lovely to meet you. I know like you've spoken a lot about kind of your kind of connection with food and nutrition a little bit and how that can impact on how we think and feel. So I know this is like not that too alien to you, is it, in terms of like talking about health and nutrition?
2: No, I mean, my kind of take is that everything is connected. How much we move, don't move, what we eat, what we drink, how much we sleep, who we spend our time with, what we listen to, what we watch and what we're doing. All of those inputs has a big impact on how we feel and our output. And certainly, you know, there's tons of research that I'm sure you know that ultra-processed food and sugar, you get big spikes of the sugar and then yeah. you get crashes. And the influence in, of food and mood is enormous. But also now from things like the, the study that the... Was it the PREDICT study?
1: Yeah, PREDICT. Yeah.
2: The PREDICT study showed that 90% of your serotonin is made in your gut microbiome. Mm -hmm. And of course, the serotonin is your feel-good factor neurotransmitters. So the mind-body connection I've talked about for years, um, decades even, but now it is getting more and more evidence-based that you know our mental health is impacted by our second brain the microbiome it's
1: fascinating do you talk to your clients julia about do you guide them on what to eat and within your sessions is that something that you talk about with them
2: i don't guide them what to eat but i ask them about the basics so are you sleeping okay what kinds of things are you eating are you drinking tons because Often people come to see me because they're suffering, they're in real pain. Mm. And we all tend to use habits to block the pain, whether it's tons of alcohol or sugar or busyness is a very mm. common one, is a real anaesthetic to feeling. And unfortunately, and incredibly annoyingly, pain is the agent of change. So mm. the things that we do to block the pain are often the things that do us harm over time and sometimes through the generations. Yeah. So I only do it from a kind of what's getting in the way of allowing the emotions to be transmitters of information. But I also do it from the perspective of if we get into a very heightened sympathetic state, then all our thinking and our hippocampus and our neofrontal cortex go offline. And so we can't deal and face our difficulties in ourselves with a proper brain. We're only in kind of fight or flight or freeze. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: And that what you're eating has an impact on that. So if you're kind of guzzling masses of sweets and drinking lots of alcohol and coffee, because you're feeling so awful, you stay in a heightened state. So much more, I talk to people about if they're in fourth gear, what are the small, maybe five-minute habits they can develop that can wind their system down and then they can connect with themselves. Then they're more likely to be self-compassionate. Then they can have a memory of actually, you know, I have done this before. I remember last time rather than the kind of very heightened crisis state of I'm under threat. I'm going to die. Yes. Which um, can really influence difficult and bad decisions.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Some of those learned patterns of behavior really it's about how do we flick a switch really to change that isn't it but Mm. that's kind of why we're doing some of these challenges is to kind of provoke different ways of thinking about things like we had Rose do the carnivore diet Mm. for instance which was the ultimate extreme to the one that we've got set for you Julia so are you ready I'm ready so actually you know going from like getting Rose to eat meat for a week um, this one is actually about eating the rainbow. And whether or not this is a simple secret to great health. I mean, why we've picked this challenge particularly for you is because I know that you do have a very invested interest in this and the link between the gut brain connection which is something you and I've talked about in length before but it is something like we say to all our clients really is eat more vegetables I mean generally getting more colour on our plates and and sorry because I know you guys both know this but maybe for the listeners benefits that don't vegetables contain um special plant chemicals called polyphenols as well as sort of other antioxidants oxidants, fiber, lots of micronutrients and that helps to feed our microbiome but also our brain and our entire body. The length of the challenge is 1 week, 30 plants per week and the key here is variety. So we want to get as many diverse sources of vegetables, fruits, um, nuts and seeds, whole grains. So we're not just talking about veg, we're talking about the whole spectrum of plants in the diet. So how do you feel about this i feel both
2: okay and like oh god another bloody rule (laughs) yes um i'm very i'm very habit forming so i i have lots of habits already you know i exercise yeah and it's like another rule do i have to start counting it's like mm. (laughs) yeah but also it's good to be aware i had to have a kind of you know, where you put your focus and your attention. So I think it'll be interesting for me.
1: Yeah, I can imagine Julie, you eat a pretty well balanced diet, there's nothing too extreme in there. But even for me, when I've done this sort of thing before in the past, it highlights the lack of variety, potentially that you have. So you know, I eat broccoli every single day. Do I eat aubergine? Not that often, you know, and so actually, even if you're a veg eater, forcing yourself to count you know to count and it forces you to be more varied which we know there are different polyphenols different micronutrients in different types of veg and it's that's why eat the rainbow is important because you get something different from each um, color in each vegetable and fruit and legume and nut and seed so I'll be really interested to hear how you get on
0: well yeah it's just this changing the five a day mantra really that I think most people know about to this more 30 plants per week
1: And can I say, people don't normally make five a day. That's what's utterly shocking to me. No, but
0: it's also about changing the notion of quantity to diversity and having 30 plants per week, because that's come through the research at the American Gut Project, which is part of Zoe and what Tim Spector's doing there, where people who consumed more than 30 plants per week had a more diverse gut microbiome compared to those who ate less than 10. And in addition to that the research showed that that the people that we were eating the 30 parts per week had higher amounts of good bugs in our gut which produce lots of positive substances like short-chain fatty acids that have been linked to loads of positive health benefits but also our microbes produce the things that you mentioned julia like serotonin like dopamine mm-hmm. like all these neurotransmitters that actually have a positive impact on our brain as well so it's like is it's more about diversity and this new mantra of thirsty per week but how kind of doable is that yeah
2: the thing that you know that you've both said is that i'm very habitual and that can be good in many ways because it gives you structure and it holds you safe and that you know when the world is upside down that is a good thing but it can also be limiting in that i always eat a salmon steak with with beans and new potatoes mm-hmm. rather than thinking am I going to have it am I going to roast some aubergine and some sticks and courgettes mm-hmm. and have some red peppers so I mean I eat certainly more than five fruit and veg a day but I I eat a lot of the same things
1: mm-hmm. and the other thing for me because I'm very similar to you Julia is that like I say I will eat the same vegetables but also because they're on my shop delivery so I just go down favorites going click 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 Whereas when you go to the shops, people, you look around and you get inspired to try different things. Yeah. So just harping, harping back to another episode.
0: And also you don't you don't want to waste food. So it's like trying to get diversity without wasting yeah. it. But then you can use things like jars, frozen food. And also don't forget, Julia, and the challenge that spices count and spices yeah. and dried herbs do count as one of those 30 plants per week. And I think that can be game changing for a lot of people. Like making up nuts and seed mix is a really way easy hack of like how to get these things in because otherwise it can feel a little bit overwhelming when you kind of think, oh my God, I've got to eat all these sort of 30 plants per week. So yeah, are you looking forward to
2: it? Mm, No. (laughs) No? Not really at all. Well, let's be honest. It's like more bloody rules.
0: (laughs) No, more things to think
2: about. More things to think about, more stuff I've got to do, more like being good, all of that (laughs) just really annoys me. Well,
0: I'm sure I'm sure you'll you'll do us justice, and yes. um, I can't wait to hear how you. I'm yeah. very
2: obedient. Yeah, very compliant. I'm so compliant. I'm such an adaptive child. So if I'm set a whole <laughs> lot of rules, I just tick all the boxes. I do do the bloody rules. <laughs>
1: yeah. well, Eve could take a little note out of your book, I'd say, Julia. But anyway, that's a whole other whole other matter. Um, okay, fabulous. Well, good luck. I can't wait to hear how it goes. Yes.
2: Good luck. Thanks. I'm starting my 30 varieties of vegetables and plant foods tomorrow. So I'm thinking about what I'm going to eat in advance, which isn't something I normally do. And it is both quite nice and quite annoying. Day two, and it's influencing my choices. I went out for dinner and I had... A kind of three bean salad with kale, which I probably wouldn't have had, which was good. And over the last few days, I've just been noticing what I eat more and kind of adding the odd seed or salad. So I've had lots of mixed salads. I've counted up. (laughs) I've had 18 different seeds, legumes, fruits and vegetables in the last two days So my little gut microbiome should be smiling. But also it puts me in a good mood. So it is a good thing. I'm loving the number crunching. I have definitely surpassed 30 plants, nuts, legumes, seeds, fruit. So that is giving me a sense of agency, given the news that I'm hit with every day that feels chaotic and very frightening. And so it helps having my own good numbers when the world's numbers look really bad. It's been really good counting my vegetables and fruits and seeds and herbs and it's so much easier than I thought. I feel chuffed with myself. So thanks. Thanks.
0: So welcome back, Julia. It's, it's really great to hear your diaries. Quite insightful things there, I'm sure, that surprised you, um, particularly that, that number crunching. So, so tell us a bit more about how you got on.
2: There were two things. One is just kind of opening my awareness. So adding small changes, like when I went out for dinner, that thing of choosing um, something with lots of different beans in, which I may not have done. And so just having it more front of mind rather than just habitually choosing the same old thing was yeah. good. But also, I think my attitude and I mean, that has been changing, but I think it kind of turned the volume up on it a bit is that I'm eating for my tummy, not to fill a hole in my heart. Yeah. So that I'm sort of eating for my well-being, not to swallow down feelings yeah. and eating with that attitude is very expanding. and um, positive, because it's not like I'm depriving myself of something when I'm choosing three bean salad with kale. Mm -hmm. It's because I'm choosing to do something which actually I think is going to improve my mood, improve my sleep, and my memory. So that feels like a positive thing rather than no, you can't have the cheese tart with caramelized onions, because that's bad for you. So I think going for the positive rather than denying a negative is a real shift.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's
2: good. And then the number crunching, I mean, yeah. I, I can't look at the news at the moment. And when I do, I get these spikes of sort of terror yeah. from every kind of perspective wherever I look. And so just counting veg, you know, one, two, three, four, I can do. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it can give me a sense of agency and a sense of control and achievement in a very simple, straightforward way, when the world feels like it's going to hell in a handcart. Yeah. I can't change the arrows that get thrown at me, but yeah. I can change my response to the arrows. And I think mm-hmm. counting seeds and going, oh, I'm going to put an extra hazelnut or walnut or whatever, <laughs> as mm-hmm. small as it sounds, is like a little small step that that is supportive.
0: Definitely. And it sounded as though... You didn't think it was well initially you were like I'm not looking forward to this at all, Eve, but you seem to not find it as challenging and that you actually quite, you know surpassed your daily quota on a few of those days without even thinking about it so
2: I mean you've caught me kind of two or three years down the line yeah. So, if this had been me three years ago where I wasn't aware of eating the rainbow or, or five years ago I wasn't aware of the microbiome, it would have been a much bigger ask. Mm. So yeah. this has been a step on a process of of learning and change. Totally. So it wasn't such a big step for me. If someone who no. hasn't even heard of the microbiome doesn't know about the seeds and the the herbs and the, all of that it probably is a bigger art. that's true yeah
1: totally because you talked about your microbiome i love the fact that people talk about the bacteria like they're little people inside you know because they are you know it's a whole little community inside and so when you said that i said oh my microbiome will be happy i did register i was like okay so that's yeah this is somebody who knows that the variety is key to a happy microbiome and that happy microbiome is key to happy people um yeah. and it's true i suppose if somebody also doesn't have the the education around because i think that's a big thing that food education is really poor cooking you know if you don't know how to cook then getting 30 or 50 it might be very very difficult for somebody who's just not
2: used to eating that way. I watched Mary Berry last night. I love Mary Berry. And actually, yeah. she supported a charity. I um, found a patron of Child in UK. So she's an amazing woman. Yeah. But the two things she put on her show was so full of fat and not diverse. And I was just like it's like eating in the 50s and my husband loved it he went like great this looks amazing I can have a cheese toasty fried in egg with a slice of ham chutney and cheddar cheese and I can have that for my breakfast before I go on a marathon and I was thinking "Very, I love you so much but this is like the dark ages of food.
0: Well, kind of, but like, let's be, I mean, be fair to Mary Berry, like nobody's watching Mary Berry to improve their microbiome, are they? So she is tapping yeah. into a specific audience. So, I mean, I do think that, look, if you look at a lot of the cookery shows, they're much more abrasive to like plant-based dishes. Gen Generally, I think there is a sum of a great awareness, but I know I know what you mean. Well, at least she had the cheese in there. I mean, I that's got say. some probiotics in it, hasn't it? As long as it's <laughs> yes. not kind of heated. It <laughs> is heated. It's toasted. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, oh, fuck Mary Berry then. She,
1: <laughs> she hasn't even got like unheasied cheese in there. The chutney might have a bit of something in there, but its I do know what you mean though. It's sort of, that is very like, you know because people also watch a lot of mary berry she is a national treasure yeah Um, but i suppose if you're known for baking you're not exactly known as you say um, Eve, for introducing a lot of variety i mean when i look at what my kids get when they go to school i mean i'm not going to get on one about schools but they are teenagers and they are fed it's eye-watering what they get given you know it's like tea cakes i wrote a letter obviously (laughs) Um, pizza bagels fizzy drinks and you're thinking about their gut microbiome when they really need it to be growing and making them their immune system strong and their moods good and their concentration great and um, so that you know so if people are eating that all the time then ask them to eat a variety of vegetables might be as you say very very challenging to a lot of people
2: I wondered if you'd heard about an amazing charity called chefs in schools yeah it's taking chefs who had worked in restaurants or all over into schools, and they are providing and creating really healthy meals for school children and getting them involved and understanding about how we make food and cook food. And it's cheaper mm-hmm. than the normal school budget.
1: How fantastic!
2: They're a really amazing organisation. I think they're already in 140 schools. That's amazing. It just
0: takes a lot, doesn't it? I mean, I know people have tried to do it in the past. Like Jamie Oliver, bless him, Mm. you know, and he just, it was really tough. It is tough because some of the institutions are not necessarily that progressive, but I think little by little it's definitely changing. But yeah, Chefs and School, we'll put a link to that in the show notes as well so people can read more about that too, yeah. Do. But um Thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. And um, yeah, you must tell us all about your podcast.
2: So I'd love your listeners to, if they're interested in therapy and therapeutic conversations, I'd love them to tune into my podcast, which is called Therapy Works, where I have a conversation with unknown voices, um, as well as well-known voices, and then for about 10 or 15 minutes afterwards. I talk to my two daughters who are also psychotherapists. One's a child psychotherapist and one's an adult one. And we look at the themes and their views and so that you kind of get lots of different perspectives on one conversation. But you'll get lots of tips and insights and understandings from that it sounds amazing fantastic
0: and are you covering a broad topic julia or are you are you focusing mostly on grief or what's the... everything
2: so whatever the guest brings we look at okay
1: wow yeah i mean i have to say i, I said it earlier i've really enjoyed listening to your take on eating well and eating your feelings and those things so i'd love to hear more as i'm sure lots of our listeners would too
0: you're an inspiration julia everybody go listen to julia's Podcasts and your books as well there's one that you've recently released but there's three in total isn't there julia
2: my recent book is every family has a story how inherit love and loss yeah and if people are grieving i have an app called the Griefworks app which is a 28 day course
0: which is great i mean i know i've personally used it after we had a chat as well so yeah definitely check that out but thanks again julia
2: thank you lovely seeing thank you. you julia
0: well, that was a fantastic episode and a fantastic guest. She really, like, you know, stepped up to to the plate, as it were, with her thirty plants per week.
1: Fantastic.
0: Anyway, um, I've officially finished my sober October challenge.
1: Amazing. Did you have a big glass of wine to celebrate? Well, during look, after.
0: <laughs> I, no, look, I, yeah, I've been pretty categorically open about this, Rose. <laughs> I didn't. I'd say it was a soberer. Uh, october more of a (laughs) damp october if you know what i mean um and the thing is it's like it's not like i'm a hardened drinker i'm not like sitting at home like necking wine every night but just the fact of not being able to do you know what i mean like having that restriction was just it was really hard so honestly big shout out to everyone who did it this year and i definitely had some benefits and some i guess question marks around it so we'll, we'll talk about that in the episode I mean I'm sure they were a lot better than, than I was for sure
1: that is it thank you for joining us here on The Wellness
0: Breakdown I loved having you in the podcast and she's yeah one of my most favourite human beings um, so go check out her podcast to guys Therapy Works
1: keep your suggestions coming in what fads you've been trying out or thinking about trying out
0: you can message us on Instagram at The Wellness Breakdown or our channels at Rosemary Ferguson or at Eve Kalinick Or email us on info at thewellnessbreakdown.co.uk.
1: Yes. Right, Miss, next week we get to the bottom of your month off alcohol.
0: Look, there's going to be some really interesting anecdotes. You don't want to miss this one. (laughs) I didn't do a total fail. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, I won't won't say any more.
1: Well, I look forward to seeing you then. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we will see you next time.
0: Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye.